it's another edition of the KC1021 staff meeting. Woo! <laughs> I know you're only... Is that our new opening? Yes, that should be. I don't know. <laughs> I know you're only gone for a week, but it's incredible now that we're back together and we can see each other, how much I miss you Aww. when you're just gone. It's it's like, no, 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 no. We can't only go back because to- we have to work more when you're gone. That's why I missed you. <laughs> I'm back. I'm tired of filling in. So in case people don't know who we are, I'm Natalie Rush. I do afternoons on KC1021, and I was gone last week. <laughs> I'm Jen Johnson. I host mornings from 6 to 10. I'm Jackie Lucky. I usually do middays, but when either one of these two are gone, I get to do either mornings or afternoons, which I love, (laughs) kind of. Um, I like afternoons a little bit better because then I get to sleep in. Right. But I do like having the whole day. Yes. Which, when your kids are home from school, is just fabulous. Now, have we all worked? Because, I mean, I know that I've worked mornings before, I've worked middays, and I've worked afternoons, and I've worked nights. Are you guys the same way? Yes, every single, even overnights. Yes. Me too. Me too. Yep, every shift. What's your favorite? Uh, mornings by far, because I've always been a morning person, and so I do love that I get up, I do the show, I have that coffee and all that energy, and then I've got the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. What are you? What's your favorite? Um, probably afternoons or middays. I don't really have a favorite. I didn't love mornings, but I was also doing mornings with my husband, so that <laughs> I think is a different beast. Um, Which I'm sure came with its pluses and minuses. Right, it was. After we figured it out, it was lovely. It was really, when we had a good day, it was the best day. When we had a bad day, I wanted to divorce him. And Mm -hmm. there were several times, because that was back in the era of no cell phones, that maybe I made it from Nashville to Paducah and called my mother from a payphone and said, I'm coming back to Kansas. <laughs> so, But you um, survived that we and did. you were still together. We did. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's so funny because when we did it, all of my radio friends were, they, especially the guys, first of all, before we got married, they were all like, you don't have to do this. You know that, right? Because they'd all been divorced. They were all of these radio guys. And I thought, this, no, we love each other. We're fine. We have been through a lot. Yeah, and then we decided to do mornings together. And again, all of those radio guys came back at us and said, you do not want to do this. You marry your host, and then you divorce her. You don't get married and then go do a show together. That is a terrible... Well, I've always said that having a morning show, because, I mean, every time I did mornings, I was with a guy host. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that having a male co-host is like a marriage without sex. Yeah. Like, it's like I a mean, marriage. I, it, <laughs> never been married so i don't know sorry he's gonna love that (laughs) yeah so that's just tuesday right (laughs) i think that's one of the hardest relationships though having a male counterpart that you work that closely with that yeah it was not easy for me no and it's different for joey and i now producer joey because it's you're the lead. I'm the lead, which is a much different step than growing up in the world of radio where it was. Right? The female gets to talk about weather, and you giggle at whatever he <laughs> says. He's funny, whatever he says. So it's much different to, yeah, be the lead. And Joey's just great with his little one-liners here right. and there. So much I, easier. I think you should make that part of the show. Jen's giggle moment. You know, like... <laughs> Joey just says something really, you know, not funny, and then you giggle just to... Well, when I laugh at him, it's sincere. I don't do fake laughs, and I've said this a million times. If you don't make me laugh, I'm not going to give you the courtesy. So if I'm laughing at him, which I do, because Joey always (laughs) has the most random one One, line where I'm like, well, People don't know. And it's funny because Joey... So Joey's not here today because Mm -hmm. his allergies are driving him insane. And I walked in, and 
he looked at me. He's like, is it okay if I just go home and not? I was like, oh, you look, yeah, please go home. Yes. So he's not here. But it is funny that Joey is one of the most interesting people I think I've ever met. Like yeah. he doesn't talk a lot. I mean, the first time I ever, he actually trained me on the board when I first started here. Oh. The very first day I came in the air, on the air, he was in there with me. And I called our PD at the time. I said, I think that kid's scared of me. Like <laughs> he literally, I I think he thought I might murder him. Like yeah. he's he, he's very reserved. And But every once in a while, he'll bring something out and he says something that it's just like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. No, he's ridiculously good with like trivia and stuff like right. that because he does all these trivia contests. So he's got all these random little nuggets of knowledge. And when he pulls them out, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely a different dynamic, though, with you and him. That I'll, I would say that my my personal favorite is afternoons. And I, I'm that's where I'm happiest. Yeah. And that's lovely, too, since the pandemic happened. We start so since I'm also I'm the manager of the station, I used to come in and work. And that's what a lot of people think, that we just do our little four-hour shifts and that's all we do and right. what a great job you have. And it's, no, that's not really, you know, we, we're expected to do other things off the radio station and one of mine is to manage the station. And before pandemic, I would come in, most days I was here probably what, like around 10-ish? Mm-hmm. I'd come in around 10 and I'd leave around 7. Right. So, but now with the pandemic, I love it because I work way more from home. And I now that my kid's back in school, too, yeah. I have oh. him in school. <laughs> I sit on my couch in PJs and work and then roll in here around noon. And I've gotten tons done already. So, yeah, I'm living, I'm living kind of the best life. What is the question that you get asked most often when you first meet somebody and you tell them you work in radio? Because there's like three questions that I get from every single person. I want to see if it's the same question that you get. The first usually is who who famous I've met. Yes. Yeah. It's always, have you ever met a celebrity? What celebrities have no, you met? No, never. <laughs> and then I go through a list. And it's funny because then as you start mentioning people, because you're like, I've been doing radio 25 Everyone, years. I've met right, everybody, right? right? So then you right. just start spouting out names like, I don't know, John Cena. And you feel like you have to keep going until they're impressed. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like little kids will ask me. Yes. And I'm going, okay, who can I say that will they will know and they will be impressed by? Right, and you feel right. like you got to keep going like... I don't know. Do you want me to say Barack Obama? What? How big but do I is, have to go? It is kind of funny. You do kind of like, who Who am I going to say that's going to make them? And it says something about the person. Yeah. Like, or or you get judgment. You're, you start giving your list and they're like, that's it. Right. I'm like, who else? <laughs> I just said Taylor Swift. Like. <laughs> Not enough for she, you. Who, who else is bigger than that? You the know? entire Kardashian family. <laughs> we had dinner together. What do you want? That's my first question. Is, you guess. almost have to profile the person who asked that question yeah, and do. then think, okay, let, let me see who you think might be cool and I'll lead with that. Right. Yeah. I get asked that. And then the other thing I get asked a lot, well, not even, it's not even an ask. I, I get a lot. Oh, I should be on radio. Oh, I've yes. been told I have a voice for radio. Yes. I did radio once. And yes. I'm like, okay. People, In college. Yes. Where you weren't paid. <laughs> Sorry. I, once people know I'm doing the mornings, they always say, what time do you get up? And then what time do you go to bed? Right. Always followed up with those. Which is true. Good question. Yeah. What, what? The answer is four. I get up at four-ish on a good day. And <laughs> not every day. How many alarms do you set? And I still have an old wow. Joey makes fun of me because I still use an old school alarm clock, like radio alarm clock. And currently it's set to the rain. It, like it sounds like a rainstorm when it goes off. So like this morning, it was like, wait, is that the alarm or is that the actual rain? <laughs> Do, Do I have to get Kyle it? sleep in the same bedroom? Yep. I mean, does he, does what he is wake he? up? 
Um, he probably wakes up, but I don't turn on lights or anything. I literally have my clothes laid out in the exact same spot already. I take my clothes. I go in the bathroom. I'm ready in eight minutes. I don't clearly awesome. look at me. Right. I'm not doing, I'm not making You don't effort. need much. You're gorgeous naturally. Thank you. This is eight <laughs> minutes in the bathroom, getting prepped and ready, and I'm out the door. So right. I'm very, I've, and that's 20 years of, you know, doing mornings where you're just, I'm used See, to. See, when I did mornings, I literally had to have like 15 alarms. I hated mornings. I yeah. hated it. Yeah, I set so many on my phone, on my watch, and then I have <laughs> I a backup. Across, well, I had one across the room, and right. that was my holy nuts. You need to get out of bed. <laughs> but see, I go to bed at 9. Like, by 9 is... Now, do you fall asleep quickly? Yes. Well, and you also work 19 jobs, so I you're have, exhausted, and you I have, have two children. I and, do. Yeah. No, my And right now, like, my schedule's nonstop because I'm coaching track, and I work at a school, and I'm we're doing podcasts and all these things. Right. So it's like... You really are. By exhausted. nine o'clock, I'm done. Right. Done. And no nap? Not you. I mean, if there's time, I will typically I'll fall asleep on the couch for ten minutes in between. See, I can't do that. I no. nap and my naps turn into a sleep. Yeah. I, I go to mm-hmm. I oh I'm gonna take a nap and it's twenty minutes and then I wake up five hours later. <laughs> I wish I could. No, it's the ten minutes, but that almost makes it worse. Cause then when you wake up, right. you're groggy and you're like, eh, what time is it? Where am I? What's happening? It's not good. No, I'm a person I can sleep anytime, anywhere. I'm a sleeper. Me too. I think that radio did that to me. My yeah. son, my son will be like, you. my kid even asked me once if I had narcolepsy. Yeah. And I'm like, A, impressed that you know what that is. <laughs> and B, I don't think so. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Maybe. Let me see if we have a sponsor that can help me out and find out. So speaking of your son, you just got back from a trip. He now officially has his own first car. Yes. That's so cool. Yes. We, uh, we flew out um, one way to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where my mom lives and my brother. My father, of course, passed away last year, and he had uh, bequeathed, is that the right word? Bequeathed. Bequeathed um, um, his car to my son. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a nice few days in, in Myrtle Beach and hung out and then got in the car. Well, of course... Because nothing in my life is simple. We had it all planned out that we were going to get on the road on Thursday and, and set the, the 12, 1,200 miles over four days. And I woke up Thursday morning and ha- was having massive back spasm, oh. muscle back spasms, which I've never had before in my life. And my brother and son were literally freaking out because they, they said it sounded like I was giving birth. They would hear me, and then go, and then I walk again and go, oh no. And while I, and then I thought taking a bath would help, and that made it 10 times worse. And while I'm in the bath, it happens to be April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. and I get a text from my morning show person in Kansas City while I'm literally screaming in pain. This is me. Um, yeah, that we'd gotten hit by another virus attack and that we had lost all of our Christmas music again. I don't know why I got this idea because I don't like April Fool's jokes. I've never done them. It's never been a thing to prank people. But we were just sitting there, Joey and I talking, and I go, oh, well, because it was opening day for the Royals. Right. And it was opening day two years ago that we really did get hit with a computer virus and Mm -hmm. lost everything. So I thought, oh, it's opening day. Natalie's on vacation. April Fool's. This will be funny. I'll just send her a text. Now, in my head, <laughs> in my head, your son, Elliot, who's 15, right? Yes. Would be sitting right next to you and or your brother, Trey, would be right there. And they would go, Natalie, it's April Fool's Day. And you'd go, oh, she's so dumb, blah, 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 laugh it off, right? 
No. What actually happened was you believed that we did, in fact, have another virus, lost all the Christmas music, and you freaked out on top of the back pain and on top of the travel. Well, what's funny is I was in the bath, (laughs) in pain, (laughs) trying to figure out how to get out of the bath, in pain, and I get this text. And I think all I did was write back. Call me. WTF. WTF. Call me. Uh And then it was funny. You must have heard how frantic I was because you answer and you gave yourself up really fast because I think I just said, how did they let this happen again? And like, I think I was on the edge of tears. Well, and I had other people in on it too. I had the other PDs in on it. And I said, hey, if Natalie sends you a text, just oh, so you know, this is what I told her. I told her we lost. This is why I'm your favorite. Yeah. Okay. I, I said, if, just go along with it. And they were like, okay, how long do I go along? I'm, I said, just go, just keep it going as long as we can. Right. But you sounded so genuinely like angry and worried. And I'm like, Nah, she's on vacation. This is terrible. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, it's it's April Fool's Day. And you didn't, I feel like you didn't even get it right I away. Because you I go, didn't. you go, so this is a joke then? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly not a good one. Not a good one. I'm sorry. It was just, haha. And I said, but the good news is everything's fine. We didn't lose anything. We're on the air and everything's good. I just want to thank you both because I I read that text message back and forth (laughs) on the air. And then I gave, this is why you need to listen to the podcast because it's (laughs) so good to hang out with these ladies. Because it was was like, I mean, golden comedy for me. And then you posted on Facebook and everyone was giving you like props. (laughs) And all I said was, you're dead to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I yeah. should be. It was good. I mean, it was a good one. But, yeah, so it, it, that that was my Thursday morning. And then finally, my mom said, you cannot drive. Like, Well, and I actually had to drive my brother. We had to go over to the bank to do a couple things before we left town. And uh, he literally, in the car, every time I hit a bump, every time, it was, huh. I was in excruciating. I've never experienced, I've never had back problems. So my mom said, no, let's get you rushed into, into her doctor. And he did. And, and he said, I'm going to give you some muscle relaxers and some steroids. Ooh. Yeah. And he, I said, pain meds? He said, no, you're driving. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Dang it. So, um, but he said, take the rest of the day, ice it. And so we had to put the day off. But uh, yeah, so I got in the car Friday morning and uh, drove back with muscle back spasms for a good portion of it. But it, we got it done. Now, do you and have a chiropractor here in Kansas City? I actually, well, that's what I went, I got to my cousin's house in Knoxville the first day. So we got about seven and a half and, and the muscle relaxers are working, but I was definitely still, I mean, it was funny. I mean, I, I it would come on the weirdest times. I'd be mm-hmm. fine. And then I'd make a certain movement and you would just hear. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, you really need to, to look into a chiropractor. So um, I went online and got, that's what I love about, you know, our listeners and our friends and said, you know, I, I think I need a chiropractor. Thankfully, the steroids and muscle relaxers made it so that I was somewhat able to get home and, and feeling better. But yesterday, I, I actually went, uh, our friend Shaley mm-hmm. actually gave me a recommendation of somebody close to my house. So I went to Dr. Sportsman yesterday. Good. And uh, he said, it was, he said, it's funny, the problem area is not your worst area. And so he, he did a, made some scary noises come out of my back. Yes. Which I was like, oh, was that supposed to, that sounded like you just broke every vertebrae in my back, uh-huh. and, but I but it felt really good. So yeah, I'm much better, but I, it's going to be a process. He said, I, I need to kind of watch it and I'm going to be going in for adjustments, but I, I did it and the car is here. That's all that matters. Nice. 
Those yeah. sounds are very scary. I had a friend who was in chiropractic school, and you know how they do the neck thing where they just they come up it. and do oh, that? Yeah. And it didn't tell me it no. was going to happen and no. was like, oh, my God, what did you just do? <laughs> That's, they can't tell you because otherwise you'd freak, freak out. out. Right. And I had a friend come up behind me. I was sitting on a couch just watching TV, and he comes up and goes, Quack. and I'm like, ah, that right. sounded like I should be broken now in right. 18 pieces. <laughs> right. But I feel good. I feel messed up all day. The rest of the day, I was like. Whoa, that that's interesting, right? So I'm definitely going back. I, I think he said he wants me to wait like four or five days to see how this goes, and I'm I'm having to ice and that kind of stuff. But I'm definitely better than I was, and and I didn't kill my child. Well, Yay. I was going to ask if Elliot, you know, was going to like, you know, be the one to drive you home. So no, well, he well, it, it's he doesn't have his permit yet. I told him that's something um, we're dealing with. Getting him back into school full time is something that definitely needs to happen because he is a very good student and that has gone away. So I said, we are going to go and get this car, but it is something that you are not getting right away. It's something that you have to earn. So your grades have to be at a certain level before we get your permit. And then we go from there. But it was interesting. He did actually take some time in the car to ask questions, and that, which was nice to see because he, he has a tendency to be totally on his own page all the time. So he was, you know, what, you know, can I put it in drive? Can I do this? So, yeah. But we we did have a couple of of big battles that, you know, we're all dealing with the new reality of of having to deal with children that have been Mm non-socialized for a year. And my child could very easily slip away into the world of electronics and never come back out. Oh, it's easy to do that for anybody. Yes. And we had a, we had an incident when we stopped for dinner at one point where, um, we, we kind of came to blows in the restaurant. That was fun. Oh. Made, made a little bit of a scene. Then didn't speak for about five hours in the car. Oh, no. but Were you physically removed from the restaurant? Were you asked to leave? No. He was. I was. I told him to get out. <laughs> I said, here are the car keys. Go sit in the car. I'm going to finish my dinner. And he uh, did. Good for you. So, um, so, yeah, we didn't speak. But now it's actually, sometimes when you have those blow-ups as parents, because mm-hmm. I have a tendency, I think I parent out of guilt a little bit. Because I'm a single mom and it's just me and him. And I, I feel like sometimes he's gotten the raw end of the stick that, you know, and I, I have a tendency to want to be his friend. And sure. and he's emotional and dramatic like I am. So I also, I know what he's feeling and I want to protect his feelings. And I finally just said to him, I'm not going to be that mom anymore. It's time for me to be a little harder on you, which is really hard on me, but it's what he needs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting few months as he deals with what you guys deal with more. Boss mom. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? <laughs> Boss mom. So, yeah, but it's here and we're, we're happy to, to be back. And I'm excited to see how he rolls into the taking on the car. You have a child that's already done that. Yes, so. Jack is driving and to the point where he can drive himself. Poor kid, though. Like, he had literally a week last year where he got to drive himself to school and back, you know, that whole uh-huh. little bit of freedom and then to the pandemic Aww. hit and it's like, oh, sorry, you have no job to go to now because there are no gigs. You have no school to go to. You have to stay home. You can't drive anywhere because we're on lockdown. Right. Um, and Stevie, by the way, just got her written permit uh, yesterday. Wow, she's ahead of Elliot. So, so how old is she? Um, she's 14. 
I didn't know you, you could do it at you 14. Just, you yeah. just get, you have to take the written test. And well, is that Kansas? Yes. I'm in Missouri. Yes. I, I, I haven't even researched it yet. So. Yeah. Well, and it's so different than when I grew up. And it, plus, when I grew up, I was a farm kid. And so, like, we were all right. driving by the time Nine. we were. Nine. Right. Well, yeah. no, maybe younger than that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, it's so weird and so different. So, good luck with that. It's um, <laughs> Well, like and, I said, I haven't even done the research yet because he hasn't earned the right to do it yet. Yep. Like, so I just don't, I'm like, whatever. We got the car here. We'll, we'll get to the rest later. Right. You worry about all this. Right. So at 14, she can drive with a licensed adult. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which they went yesterday because it was so lovely. And I hear the motorcycle start. And so, you know, I'm like, oh. She was driving the no, motorcycle? No, no, no. Oh. No, no. <laughs> but that's I what was I, like, Jackie. Um. That's what I thought. And so I, because we have two motorcycles. My husband has a nice one. I have my little one. And then we have our little scooter. And the scooter, technically, you don't need a motorcycle license to drive the scooter because it's a motorized bicycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a bicycle. Right. It's a motorcycle in some sorts. It'll go very fast if you want to with some wind behind you. Um, and so I hear it start up and I freak out and I'm still not feeling great yesterday. And I run out into the garage and I see the scooter parked. But I was a little bit, <laughs> what is he doing? Oh, my gosh. And I try, you know, my husband, God bless him. He has done all of that for us because he realizes that my personality with my children's personality, I'm a great mom. But I cannot teach them to drive. Right. And he's heard me talk about when my dad taught my sister how to drive and how that was not good for their relationship. Right. And so. That's good that he stepped up. Yes. It was like, oh, great. I guess I get to do the cat litter for the rest of our lives. (laughs) By the way, though, we just we kind of um, glossed over the fact that. You weren't here for two days either because you just had a birthday. I did. Do you want to say it's kind of a big birthday? Um. Well, it depends. You know, last year was my 50th. Right. But I joked since we were on lockdown that I was just going to stay 49 until right. I my, know. my husband wanted to throw this lovely birthday party for me. And we talked about it. And I said, not at 50. I don't want to do it at 50. I lost my 50, my sister at 50. I lost one of my best friends, uh, right? She died at 50. And I said, I don't want my party on my 50th birthday, not the weekend, not even that month. I said, maybe, because I said, if I die, you're going to feel really bad that you threw this party (laughs) and jinxed me. (laughs) And of course, my husband always looks at me like, gosh, she's crazy. But okay, honey, if that's what you want. And so it kind of worked out because we wouldn't have got our deposit back. (laughs) So, So I'll be, I'm 51. Which Congrats. is so weird because I didn't come, you know, when you get this age, it's like, wait, how old am I? And sometimes my daughter has to remind me how old I am. And I'm like, that's not, oh, it is. Because luckily I was born in an even year. So I, I am like, right. okay, I can do the math. But I guess See, I need some assistance. You know what's funny is somebody asked me the other day, is, oh, am I allowed to ask you how old you are? And I don't get, are you one of those women that, no, like, I'm 43. No, I don't no. care to tell people that I'm what age I am? I'm 45, and I love getting older. Like every year, I I'm agree. Like, oh man, like, you're just like you I'm care so less about better. the dumb right. stuff, yes. and you're just yeah. I, so I love getting older. I'm like, no, 45 feels well, pretty good. Well, I guess it's because I, I, it was a guy. So I'm dating, you mm-hmm. know. So I date, and and someone asked me, you know, do you mind saying how old you are? And I said no. And then he was like, uh, when I said 43, he was like, oh, well, I thought you were younger. I'm like, okay, well, I take that as a compliment. And then I was like, well, how old are you? And he was like, 35. I'm like, okay, well, um, (laughs) although the last guy I dated was 36. I just noticed you don't have the crow's feet that I have around your eyes. You do look much younger. It's because I've stayed fat so long. (laughs) Dang it, see Fat that? don't crack. Last night, 
I ate like a half gallon of ice cream last night, so I'm the villain. I am, I am noticing though. I, it's it is funny that everyone said after forty it starts to go downhill, and it's little things I'm starting to notice. Like I I never had any lines on my forehead, and those are starting. And I've also on this trip realized I'm starting to get those weird um, curves in my fingers. Do you see how like my finger kind of bumps right there? You don't even see That's it. That's an age thing? I no. see. Well, you know how, like, you mean old people have, like, the crinkled up fingers? <laughs> My fingers are starting to crinkle up. Like, it's like, I don't You're know. You're getting old people crinkle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the wrinkles. It's this weird thing that happens <gasps> with your neck. Neck. So if you see you have a great neck, yes. I do. Yes. yes. Maybe I'm exercising. Well, see, and I've got the little, like, waddle. Because, I, I mean, I've gone up and down in weight so much that it's like, yeah, I, I got the little, what do they call it? The waddle? Done. What is it? Allie McBeal, remember that? The guy that... Yeah, I never watched Allie McBeal. No? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> I made a Tawny Katane reference the other day, and Joey was, was like, like, I have no, no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, White Snake video, nothing? Nope, he had no idea. She was the one on the hood of the car, yes. right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. So there we go with my old people references. It's fine. We're just... Remember the first episode, three old... Ch- no, we said three. Three biatches and Oh, a, yeah. No, now, what, t- tonight it's just today it's just three old biatches <laughs> and no guy. No guy. <laughs> you know, before I turned fifty, I said maybe I should find something else to do because I don't want to be a fifty-year-old DJ. Oh. I, I don't know why I thought that younger, being younger, and then I hit fifty, and I thought I have all these great lady, lady radio friends that used to be amazing. I mean, they they ruled this city mm-hmm. and the airwaves, and none of them are on the air anymore. And I hate it. Every time I see them, it it really bothers me. And I say, no, 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 no. I do want to be 50. In fact, I think I want to be 75 and still on the radio because radio, you know, when people call and they do find out how old I am, they say, I didn't think you were, you sound much younger. And that's the great thing about radio is I can be 22. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, right. Well, that's the other thing I love about us as a, as a staff and everything is we were we're authentic, and it's like that's the, back in the day there would be a lot of people that wouldn't say their age on the air, especially if you were on like a younger station. And that's the nice thing about our station is that we play, you know, everything from now to so we have people that win all the time. That it's like I had somebody recently born in two thousand, right? Oh was like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But it doesn't matter. I mean. I, I don't think we are uh, judged by our age. And I do think, especially women, we get, maybe not our looks, but I think we get better with age. We start caring less what other people think about us. For sure. And I agree. I had one morning where I remember one hour, my winner was born in like 1952. And the next hour, my winner was born in 2002. And I was like, that's awesome, though, that our station speaks to people from that age range. That's super cool. And the older I get, the more truth I speak. And it might just be that that's my life experience. But I also feel that the more truth that I speak on the radio, the more listeners that Whatever, whatever to you. Yes, yes, they do. They do, and they it means something to them because it's like you know when you're talking about I don't know, but I've just noticed that over the years that it's like the more truth you speak, the more authentic it is, and the more that they can say yes, I that's right. that's me. Well, and I love it too when you get like you say something on the air and you feel like you've maybe been a little vulnerable or you've said or even something funny or whatever, and you get somebody that texts and says. You know, oh, my God, me too. Or, you know, those are the moments that I get reminded that we're all in this together and that maybe I've put a smile on their face Mm -hmm. or they've connected to me on another level. Because I almost think of our listeners as like our friends. Yeah. 
you know, and I hope they think of us as their friends, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, especially during the pandemic, there were people that checked in every single morning and I appreciated it on a level that it, it was like, I have a group of people that since my sister passed, that I always joke that they all must have a day because they all reach out on certain days and they still do four years later. And I'm like, is it your day to check on me? I'm okay today. I'm okay. Really, I am. But I even had somebody reach out and say they were like, when I got back yesterday Mm -hmm. or Monday, they said, were you you gone because of your, did you finally have your father's celebration of life? And I'm like, I can't, I'm your father's service. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't believe it's been a year. And I'm like, I I was like, no, we actually did that in September, but I can't believe that you remember that I lost my father and it was in, in the pandemic and that, you know, those are the moments that it's like, thank you. Like, yeah. It makes us feel seen and the fact that you're letting us into your lives and you're sharing, like that's just, it's a beautiful thing. So don't ever hesitate if you feel like you want to call or you text. And I always want to say too, when you call and you rings and we don't pick up, it's not because we're ignoring you, but the phone does not ring in the studio. Right. We don't hear an actual ring. We don't hear ring. a ring. And where the phone placement is, it's over like behind us almost. There's a little light, a little tiny square light light that flashes. And so there are times. Unless we're looking at it. Right. And sometimes we're in the middle of something, whether it's something. Right. So forgive us. We're not. We don't ignore you. Really, we don't. We're ghosting you. But feel free to text. 816-984-1021. Yeah, it's a good thing to say. Yeah, that's, you can always text us. And even if, I mean, we're definitely on the text line looking at it when we're in studio, but then. We can even access it sometimes. I Sometimes I go back and read what you guys have said to other people. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm like, what were they talking about I'd today? like to see what your requests were oh, during yeah. the all-request rush hour. I'll go through and go, what were people asking for? Because in my head, everybody loves the exact same songs I do. <laughs> but I know that's not real. And you see me have to go and be like, I don't have that song. Yes. <laughs> like, but I like to go back and see what it is that people want. So that's always fun. Right. I always do that when I fill in because I look back and see what else they've asked you for. If it's the same song or if it's a different song or if they're the ones that always text you or maybe not. Or they get really excited if I write and I go, is this so-and-so from so-and-so town? They're like, you remember me? I'm like, no, I saved your info. I'm not that good. (laughs) I'm not that good. So... So if yeah, if anytime you do want to text, you can text us, and we will we will be available. And you can also um, reach out to us through social media. Most of us are on social media as well. We haven't ever really given out those those. It's details. all on the website though. If you go to kc1021.com and go to staff, and you can read right. about us, and it's got like our Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff too. Because <laughs> Jen keeps us organized. Yeah. People are always like, "You have Snapchat? Yeah. Okay. What's your thing? I don't know what my handle is. <laughs> do you have Instagram? Sure." I don't know what my handle is. I had a terrifying social media moment yesterday because I was at track practice and I had my phone in my pocket and all of a sudden it started playing music and I pull it out and I look and it had screenshotted all these things like while it was in my pocket yeah. and I was like, did it post? Because then it pulled up Twitter and I was like, is it posting pictures to Twitter of like my pocket and me coaching track? Oh no. And so I went through and I had to delete like 500 things and I don't think it posted anything, but I'm attached to like all the KC1021 accounts and I'm going, oh no, what is it sharing an Insta story of me trying to tell these kids how to long jump? Oh this God, is... I have, I'm having flashbacks of like pictures that I would send to a guy that I'm right. dating or something. <laughs> what? Uh, what? The fear is real. <laughs> well, okay. It's been, we been a good, good few days back and yeah. welcome back to normal for... Until you, next person off, I believe, is you. Yep. I'm off in, eh, like, third week of May. So, yeah. You doing anything? 
We are going to Gulfport, Mississippi. Ooh, I've heard it's amazing. Have you ever been? Never been. That's why we're going. That's Just awesome. never been. Got driving? A, driving. Got a house on Airbnb that's right on the <gasps> nice. water. And I plan good on for you. zoning out. We're a pretty good road trip family, so yeah. it'll be And that's good. what I, I'm I'm promising myself I have not gone on a vacation in years. All I do is because I don't live with family. Yeah. I only just and I mean given my family's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which is great. But we don't do anything that's like touristy when we're there because it's we're just visiting family. Right. So my mom and I are talking about if the cruise lines come back. Yeah. That we might send my son down to hang with my brother oh, and have like yes. Uncle brother uncle nephew camp and mom and I might go on a cruise. Yes. Yeah, totally. I've never do been on a that. cruise. We did. We went on a short one. We just went to the Bahamas and back because I thought if my husband and I did it, um, just in case we didn't like it, we weren't too far out and we could swim home <laughs> if we needed to. No, you could not. <laughs> it's a really strong swimmer. Okay. It's good. It was good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cruise? No, not long. I've done all-inclusive, but I've never done a cruise. I'm super weird about drowning. Like, I have a very heightened, <laughs> for real, like a legitimate fear of drowning, and I'm convinced that it would go down and I would die and... Uh, I'm okay, but so I no cruise. You, right. no, you would have a wonderful time. <laughs> I might just ruin all my hopes and dreams. Your trip will be amazing. Mine <laughs> wouldn't sink and it would be Titanic. Me hanging okay. on a piece of board. I would be okay as long as Leo's there. <laughs> <laughs> and I would get him up on that door. I bet he would survive. <laughs> Save him. I will carry him. I think that's a good ending. Uh, all Have right. a great week. We love you, listeners. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.